What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Off Market Operator. Tell you guys, we got a good guest who's in from Tulsa, Oklahoma, down in San Diego, recording on the boat. Logan Haskett. Today we got into uh, a lot of different stuff: how he built his real estate portfolio, what he's doing with syndication and funds, and um, also his HVAC company and, and other things as well. We covered a wide variety of of topics and conversations. So, without further ado, let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Well, man, welcome to the show, bro. Uh, yeah, we've gone back a, couple, a little bit on Twitter, obviously, Neither of us know a ton of stuff about each other other than what we see online. Yeah. So this will be a fun one, man. Um, you're in from Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah. Okay, a little different. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't ride horses to work. Just by the way. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. So, man, you, you we're in San Diego. Obviously, we're sitting on the boat in, in the ocean with the sun around us. So there's not many places you can find like that. And you lived in San Diego, right, for a while? Yeah, yeah. I lived in San Diego for about nine months. And okay. And tell me, man, this is this is primarily a real estate show. Tell me kind of um, your your college age into early adulthood, what got you into what you were doing out here, into HVAC, and then and then into real estate. What, yeah. what did that journey look like? For sure, so I pretty much worked like every shitty trade job you could imagine. Um, I was just in the wrong areas of life for, for a lot of part of my life, and so that kind of led me to the trades, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I ended up being an HVAC tech, it was kind of, the path to the highest paying trade job you could get. So I did that for a while and then I just realized like I was in my young 20s and my body was like already breaking down mm -hmm. from the work. So, um, but I've always heard of real estate. I knew wealthy people were in it and I knew that was like the path to wealth. So I was always interested in reading about it. And uh, I saw one of my buddies um, back home in Kansas City and he was posting like, you know, $20,000 checks. And I was like, dude. Was, that, was he flipping or wholesaling? Or it was, was wholesaling, wholesaling, yeah. Okay. So I hit him up, I said, what are you doing? He said, wholesaling. So I started to look into that. And um, basically that got me my first mentor in real estate. And I built a wholesaling company. Um, we, we went all the way to Nationwide and I uh, exited my portion of the company a couple years back, so. That, that was so much like my, uh my beginning of my journey, I was um, kind of I was trying to be a real estate broker, and all of a sudden I went on Instagram. I was I remember I was at Applebee's with a buddy of mine, uh -huh. and uh, he played football at University of Washington, and I was showing open houses, being a broker, and I go on Instagram, sitting there, and this this kid who we had met had like a forty thousand dollar check on his Instagram story. Yeah, he's like, all I do is wholesale house. And I'm like, man, I know that kid. Yeah, and if, if he can make that happen, I can definitely figure this thing out. Exactly. And uh, so cool. You saw you saw the check. You you kind of that kind of parlayed you into real estate. What was your first deal? Like, well, did you go and buy a single family house? Did you do a flip? Was it a wholesale? What was your first actual deal that you did yeah. in real estate? So my first deal is kind of unique. Um, just be It was a wholesale deal, but I sold it um, as a contract for deed to the buyer. So I, I lined up the financing between the seller and the buyer, um, which was super uh, funny because I was super green in real estate. So I had literally no idea what I was doing when it came to terms or anything like that. And, um, but it was just a small $2,500 fee. 
it was a house up in North Tulsa, which but it was, was proof of concept, right? It was proof yeah, of concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, house in North Tulsa, kind of like the no-go zone for most people. Um, but I found a seller that was willing to just let his house go for what he had into it and found a buyer. And it was, it was pretty funny, man, because the buyer was, you know, kind of making fun of me like, hey, do you need me to draft up the contract? And I was like, yes, please. Cause you I didn't know, know, yeah, yeah, didn't know like, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. so funny. That's what I, I told people too, like, oh my gosh, I don't know contracts and all this. I'm like, if you find a deal. Exactly. You're gonna be able to find someone that not only will help you, but will buy the deal yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, How'd you find that deal? Um, dude, that was actually, I think it was a, it was some sort of family friend. Um, Cause I was really trying to get my first wholesale deal. And it was just kind of a random thing where someone had mentioned, hey, I know a, a kid that is investing in real estate. And then so I called him and he was like, yeah, I just want what I have into it. Um, he had some other projects going on. And so I just put a contract on it and sold it. So it was, it was literally like a word of mouth kind of deal. How'd you find a buyer? Was he the buyer? Um, I found the buyer on Facebook, I believe. Okay. Yeah. You just got after it. How yeah. long ago was this? This, this was... Uh, Shoot, it's July, so it's like exactly four years ago. Sheesh. Yeah. Okay, so you do your first deal, you do a $2,500 check, and uh, I actually had another guy on a show this morning too, very similar, where he's like, his first deal, he didn't make a ton, but it was that proof of concept. Yeah. Do you think that deal would have been worth more if you knew more, or do you think that was just kind of what the spread was? No, that was what the spread was. That's the average deal size in Tulsa? No, no, no. no. <laughs> up there, up there, yeah. Up there, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, that, that we're talking like, uh, I don't know, are you familiar with the show First 48? No. Okay, it's like a homicide show. They're in Tulsa all the time. Yeah. And it's, I figured all the homicide shows were in Tulsa. It, they are, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But that neighborhood is, I mean, on the way to, to check out the house, I'm not even shitting you, uh, I was driving my truck through, through North Tulsa and I turned on the street to go to the house and these two ladies stopped my truck and just started throwing hands in the middle of the street. Like I couldn't even go anywhere. They were blocking the road fighting. So that's what kind of neighborhood it is. But Dude, that's so that's like a, a, like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. you get you get that first deal, man. And I know that first deal at least for me, it kind of broke my my brain and, and yeah. it kind of shows you, man, I this is no matter what the amount is, 500 bucks, 2,000 bucks, 5,000 bucks. My first deal was 105 grand, but Holy it was shit. in Seattle, Washington, so a little okay. different market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what did that like you know, how did that parlay into your next deal or continuing on that path? Yeah, so actually, dude, the funny thing about me is uh, I remember I called my dad and was and told him that I had done a first, you know, my first deal and he was super like happy and... Uh, <laughs> no, you did yeah, that. What, yeah. What's this thing? What yeah. kind of drug did you sell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I remember I was disappointed almost because it was only $2,500. But I'll never forget what my dad said to me. He said, uh, you realize most Americans never make $2,500 on the side ever in their entire life. Because at that point, I was still an HVAC tech. And so from that point, yeah, you know, it's, it's I, I'm, I'm just yeah. bad at gratitude, though, in general. Um, well, I think entrepreneurs are, man. Like, I, yeah. think, I think we all get so disconnected from what a dollar is. For sure. And the fact that Especially 60, 60% of Americans don't have $1,000 for an right. emergency. We get so disconnected yeah. because it's, um, that's business and you're always looking for the next thing. But yeah, yeah I think that's a... But my, uh, my next like couple deals, I think it, it had to be my second or third. I actually ended up having an, an investor in my town, a pretty big investor kind of screwing me over, um, which is super unfortunate. But he gave me like a list of like four rent houses that he had that he said, hey, I'm willing to let these go. And I said, well, I need to get a contract on them. And he said, I'll take care of you. And 
you know, I'm thinking this guy's a reputable investor. I can trust him. You know, I'm expecting at least, you know, a couple grand fee here and there. Well, I ended up selling all of them within 45 days and uh, went to his office to pick up a check and he gave me $500 each house. So, 40, how many houses? For four houses. So $2,000. Yeah. So I, oh. I got burned real fast in business. Um, I learned very quickly the importance oh. of having a contract. Yeah. You're yeah, that one's a ten thousand dollar check, and, and at that point, dude, I'm broke because I quit my job because I'm like, this real estate thing is real, right? And yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm a millionaire in a year from now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. So you, well, you get burned by this guy. You show up to his office, he gives you two grand. Yeah, uh, five hundred dollars a house. Okay, you're still making progress. Still making like, progress. Like, when did you? When did you say you had a real estate company? Like, how did it go from I'm doing deals, making a couple hundred bucks here and there, to, you know, when was your first big, like, meaningful check? In real estate. Yeah, um, that was probably like my sixth or seventh deal. Wholesale? Wholesale, okay. yeah. I, from from uh, For like the first two years, I was strictly wholesaling. Okay. Um, but I ended up meeting uh, my partner, and he sold to one of my buyers that told me this crazy you know, title story. It was just a whole big mess. And so we ended up going out to dinner one night, and we were like, dude, why don't we just team up and kind of take the Tulsa market by storm? So... We ended up doing that, and that's when we really started to crank and, you know, land bigger checks, start getting like 40, 50 pops, 80 pops, and, um, but that's when we built a, a real estate company. Okay. And uh, did you guys, were you guys flipping together, or what was the, what was the plan? No, we, we had bought a, a couple deals together <coughs> um, in Kansas and Missouri eventually, but we weren't, we weren't ever flipping because we scaled our company to a, to a nationwide wholesale company. Uh, we were actually one of the, I know you use Investor Lift and we were one of their you know first customers, um, but we were strictly wholesaling. And, nationwide. And I was, I was buying more on the side and that's why we ended up uh, parting ways is because I think that I just grew bigger than, than what that company was. Mm -hmm. And we had two different entire visions. I never even really wanted to go Nationwide wholesaling. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah. you know how it is. You yeah, know? no, I, we don't do nationwide. Yeah. I yeah. tell people it's like, you know, I think the compounding you get from knowing your market and, and, and becoming the player in your market is so much more meaningful long term than yeah. picking off low hanging fruit in different states. I agree, dude. So you got into a partnership. You guys did made some money together. Did, yeah. You guys kind of grew different ways. Yep. What tends to happen at this point is, um, People tend to either go into a different industry or they just shut down altogether. So yeah. after you after you split with your partner, for whatever reason, did you continue flipping or you continue to wholesale? What was next? Um, yeah, I mean, I continued to wholesale here and there just from deals that I was passing up on, but I I, I just went straight like buy and hold hold mode, like just went hard, and and that was kind of my vision, anyways. You know, I never got into real estate to wholesale real estate. I got yeah, into real estate to own real estate. Own, yep. So. That was, you know, wholesaling was just the perfect vehicle for me and, and my story to get into, to, to being able to do that, so. And were you, I guess when you're buying and holding, were you sourcing your own deals? Yes, yeah. What did that look like? like what, what kind of system did you, for people that, people that are listening, what kind of system did you set up and have? Were you yeah, cold, so. Was it cold callers you had running, or what were you doing? Cold callers, a um, lot of SEO stuff, like intake forms. Um, that was really big for, for us, and 
you know, we just had, we, we white labeled Go High Level, built our own system. Okay, your own CRM. Um, yeah, own CRM and, you know, had tons of drip campaigns and, and like, I, I just, I, I find it funny because people on Twitter talk about marketing a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, no, we did some serious, like, we're sending text every day to, to the same lead, like, multiple times a day. Oh, yeah. You know, they're getting an email, they're getting a call, like, we're hammering people. And uh, that's how, how I ran it for a long time. But now I don't even uh, necessarily, I mean, I do generate my own leads, but mostly I buy from wholesalers and... Mm -hmm. And uh, they they keep me pretty stacked at this point. So and you're build, how do you how do you build your brand in your market to be the guy that like all those wholesalers bring their deals to? You just got to be a reputable reputable buyer. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I always say you you just want to make friends with with everybody. That's kind of my advice to people is is make friends with everybody. I think wholesalers sell to me other than uh, even if an investor is offering more, just because they like me more. You know, and uh, I, I find that to be true a lot. And I can kind of just close a wholesaler in, in short. Much as you can close in a seller. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's funny what happens, man. When you're in the game long enough, and you build enough of a reputation, you kind of be, you become the person yeah. that people bring deals to. So, um, from real estate, you've also gotten into kind of other parts of small business, right? Like, yeah, why, yeah. why, why and how did you kind of take the route of going from an HVAC tech that you used to do back in the HVAC and running an HVAC company. Yeah. Um, like what prompted that? Why not stay in real estate? Kind of give me a rundown of that. Yeah, I mean, um, man, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I guess it's the kind of entrepreneur thing at heart. Maybe a little bit of, uh, what do they call that? Like uh, golden spoon syndrome or whatever the hell. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I mean, I, I just can't, my brain just doesn't stop thinking about growing, you know, a portfolio of businesses. So, and, and I already knew the HVAC business and I have a great operator in that business that handles the day-to-day. -day. So you, you buy that business? Or no, we, you, we started it up, yeah. You started it together? Mm-hmm, yeah. Was he a buddy you worked with back in the day? Yeah, we actually went to uh, HVAC school together. Okay. So, and we had always talked about it in school, you know, hey, we want to open our own company one day. So... It was just kind of uh, something we continued to talk about for a long time. He ended up moving back. Uh, he moved to Denver out of school and he moved back to Tulsa. And so we started going to the gym together. And uh, he was working for a big company in Tulsa and he kept saying the numbers that they were doing. And I'm like, I think one day I was like, dude, I'm tired of hearing what your fucking company's doing. Let's start one. Like, yeah. because these numbers are insane. And so, uh, you know, Oklahoma's hot. So it's a great HVAC market, so. How hard is Oklahoma right now? Dude, like 115 at least, yeah. Like every day? Dude, yeah, I mean it gets up to like, you know, 105, 106, but the humidity is like 60, 70%, so it, it cranks, dude. Like oh, it, it's awful. Is there lakes and stuff? Yeah, yeah, well, that's a big, we have a lot of water. It's okay. a big lake town, but um, dude, yeah, no, we uh, we spend a lot of time at the lake, yeah. <laughs> that's, that is gnarly, man. Yeah, dude, it's it's not So it's So not what, is, what does the HVAC company look like? Like what do you, and is, is your goal, are you, are you dumping cash from that into real estate or what is, what is the goal? Yeah, there? yeah, so we're actually probably gonna do some unique stuff with it and real estate wise, but um, right now we have uh, two full-time techs and we have you know three or four 1099 guys that'll help us on installs and stuff like that. Um, but we've been open for, what is that, six months now and we've done 100,000 in revenue, we're doing 40,000 this month. Um, so, I mean, for a first year company, we're kind of killing it. Um, mm -hmm. but 
right now we're we're actually hiring out um, a lot of the operations like you know SEO stuff, Google Ads, Facebook Ads, um, incoming calls, customer service representatives. We're 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 working with a, a company that's going to hire a bunch of VAs for us, and we definitely started the company a lot different than than the typical HVAC industry company does. I mean we're we're essentially like a virtual company at the moment. We don't we don't have an office. Um, we probably won't for for a really long time until we absolutely have to have a center hub for for technicians. Like we're literally renting out storage units to to store equipment right now because it's so much cheaper. Mm. And that's how when I started the company, my whole vision, you know, you learn stuff from doing other businesses because at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. Foundationally, businesses are the same. Especially wholesaling. Wholesaling is a brutal business. To exactly. Learn, right? it's, and it's high overhead. The sale is such a hard sale. Yeah. People only sell two houses in their life. Yep. It's constant turn. Like every yeah. deal, like you don't get referral business. No. Um, it's hard to build any kind of like meaningful team around it, especially yeah. sales team because the sale is so hard. Mm -hmm. So I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, the wholesale. If you can come up in the wholesale real estate game and you can truly build. You know, six, seven-figure company that way. Yeah, and you go into a different industry. It's it's a very, uh, it, it's eye-opening. Yeah, yeah. Well, wholesaling definitely taught me how to stay lean because of the high overhead and high expenses. And and yeah, I mean, you, you run a wholesale company, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, but no, to your point, dude. Like, even you know, I know wholesaling is hot. It'll always be hot. But what you said is 100% true. Wholesaling real estate is 1% of the real estate market, and that's what people don't get. Less than 1%. But I'm right. talking like a true wholesale deal, not like 90% of the shit that you get in your inbox. Like a true good, a good wholesale deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, good deal. Like one, yeah, less than 1%. Yeah. So. Yeah. Man, that's that's such a good point with, uh, you know, I, I had John on the podcast earlier, that's a lot of what he taught. He told me, I had a meeting with him a while ago, and he was like, cool, like, I don't think you understand. Like you go in any other business, you build a couple million dollars a year in real in a wholesaling business. Like you yeah. go into any other business, it's true. Because I, you know, I have a call center now that we're, we're well over 200 staff now from across from our callers and stateside team. Nice. It's just, it's just such an easier business to run, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just recurring revenue, everything compounds. It's easier sale. It's yep. easier servicing. Like, um, yeah. So your 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 plans to stack a bunch of cash with HVAC then and continue yeah. to continue to buy and hold. Yeah, and even, and, you know... And the, I guess you can talk about your fund, too, that you're looking at. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But with the HVAC company, you know, it does get slow during the, the winters um, because furnaces just don't break as often. And, you know, our winters are kind of weird. They're either mild or super cold. We'll have, you know, a cold snap of two weeks, and then it's kind of mild the rest of the, the winter. So, um, but we, we've even talked about, like, hey what's the best tax break in the world real estate well when winter rolls around why don't we just start buying real estate putting our techs like as contractors on the actual houses mm. having them flip the houses so we can at least keep them busy um but we'll see how the winter months go um but summer's definitely the time where where you make a lot of your money for sure mm. seasonal and, and we have long summers so it's it's but pretty what, much always hot out there? man it won't get cold till the end of November, probably. So you got like May to November. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got like year, year-round summer here. Yeah, like, yeah. Really, really, <laughs> like summer, summer is like July through October where it's like yeah. 80 degrees every single day. Yeah. Even down by the beach. So awesome. Thanks, guys, for hanging out for the last uh, hour or so here with Logan and I talking about real estate. He started in wholesaling and has uh, spanned out to do some, some super cool things that I think a lot of you guys will get value from. So as always, wherever you consume this, YouTube, Apple, uh, Spotify, please follow us, subscribe to us, give us a like, a comment, a share on your story. It means the world and reach out if you guys have any suggestions, comments, or guests you want to see on the show. And as always, as I always say, you are only one deal away.